listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45, where we will be discussing chapter 8 in City of Glass, One of the Living. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hello, my darlings. <laughs> Hello. Are you guys ready for Turkey Day? Yeah. I think so. Holy cow. Have you guys gone shopping? Oh, I started picking up my groceries because we canceled Instacart because it was too expensive and I was getting very angry at my Instacart shoppers for buying me the wrong shit or crappy shit. Yeah. So we started doing click list. Yep. It's the bees. And oh my God, it's so much better because these are actual employees of the grocery store who will get give you good shit, and then if they don't have it, they upgrade you for free. Yes. Well, I like that they text you now to let you know uh-huh. like, these are out of these are your sub mm-hmm. options. Which if they're really busy, they don't. Always I know text. it's a bummer. Um, but I did I click list my grocery shopping last week for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, same. The only thing that's making me nervous is so I had to drop the turkey off at my mom's because I don't have enough room in my fridge. And she didn't put it in the freezer. She just put it straight in the fridge. So it's going oh, to have defrosting. It? It's only 16 pounds. That's fine. And she's like, it's still frozen. And she said we, she usually has to put it in water the night before anyway. That's what I always oh, okay, do. Okay. So it should be. Um, and by I, I mean my mom. Yeah. Right. Well, that's this year. Um, obviously, we're um, abiding by. Right. Samesies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the. I don't know. Restrictions? Uh, yeah, I guess. I was Limitations? Say, suggestions? Yeah. But I don't think it's suggested here. It is not. In fact, we were told to call the police if we saw our neighbors having too many people over. Oh, gee. I don't oh. know if Washington's the same. Uh, so strong. We, I don't know that it's as strong as Oregon right now because mm-hmm. of uh, Oregon's uh, cases and, and, yeah. and, and like the where the hospitals are is, is so much worse than Washington right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's the same kind of restrictions, but... Yeah, we're, we're still doing, doing it at home. Right. Yeah. The two household six people is what mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, so just my mom and my stepdad are coming over. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's six. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can do math. Yeah. No. So um which is nice because like I told her it's kind of like she's I've been cooking Thanksgiving for the last two years. Yeah. But she comes over and we like do the get everything ready and mm-hmm. like do the whole dinner in the morning and stuff. And now everybody's right. sleeping and you know, yeah. it's mommy time. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's what I tried to tell her when she didn't want to get up at, like, 5 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're up anyway. Yeah, come hang with me. Please, I made Andy promise that I was going to get Bailey's, and I'm going to start drinking early this year. I bought eggnog, and I'm going to go buy bourbon. Okay, I don't like eggnog, but I might if there's alcohol in it. I don't. I, do you put rum or bourbon in it? I, I don't know. Google Probably bourbon. Full. I had thought it was whiskey, but that would be icky. So that makes well, more sense. Bourbon is whiskey. Yeah, it's, it's just, just different. Older. Yeah. So yeah. I have. Um, obviously, I accidentally bought a gallon of Crown <laughs> Royal. Remember? I thought you meant you did it accidentally again. on purpose. No, <laughs> listen to this story, okay? This is how Alec Robin is, okay? Well, I. I thought, so they had a sale price, mm-hmm. right? So I grabbed it thinking that it was on sale, whatever. So I took it up to the counter and it was not. They had it in the wrong spot. Just yeah. making sure he's, anyway. So I took it up to the counter and it rang up for a higher price because they just had it on the wrong thing. And I just was too embarrassed, scared, whatever to say anything. So I just bought it and left. Yep. Which I don't think they would have cared if I just said, oh my God, I thought I grabbed the wrong one. Can I switch it? Okay, so that's like Bryn 
when she went to go get coffee. And she like, told me about that. <laughs> I told her what to get, right? I gave her my order and I gave her money. And so she put on her mask, went in there and, and got the coffee and I got gas. And then I, I looped around and picked her up. And I was like, for one, I was like, fuck yeah, she's old enough to do this shit. So yep. I don't have to do it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so she gets it and she's like, I'm sorry, mom. She's like, they gave you an iced latte and I know you wanted a Frappuccino, but like I was too embarrassed to say anything and I didn't want to be rude. And I'm like, I totally wanted a latte. That's exactly what I told you to get me. So it's all good, bro. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) This is not how she told me the story. She still acted like she got you the wrong thing. That's so funny. I I told her her it was the right one. That's so cute. But yeah, she was like, she was like, I was just, I was too embarrassed. I didn't want to be rude and tell them that they did the wrong thing. So I just took it. Yep. In, in Robin's case, no one made a mistake but her, and she was still embarrassed. But they put the, the sign on the wrong oh, thing, I guess and I did a good point. Want to have to like I didn't want to seem like I was like you have to give me the price because you made a mistake or whatever because yeah. it wasn't about that. So I just didn't want to like give so off just, those vibes. So I just bought it, and so obviously we still have it because I'm the only one in my house that will drink it, and mm-hmm. I cannot drink a gallon of whiskey right. in like four months. So right, it's not my jam because it's not Buchanan's. <laughs> So gross. I've never even heard of that. <gasps> Buchanan's way. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I was thinking maybe I could use that, but I think actual bourbon would probably be better. Yeah, probably, I feel yeah. like it would be. And I can just get like a small one or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah. Because I don't have to drive anywhere. Exactly. Right. And um, it's a great way to stay in shape. It really is. Only thing I, can do. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited for Thanksgiving because this is the first year that I get to do Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah. That's exciting. Is it so, just you guys? Yeah. My my little brother is coming over. Okay. But What yeah, size turkey did a... you buy? Well, so I ordered a 10 to 14 pound turkey. They did not have them. So I got an eight pound turkey, but that's fine because I don't eat meat. Right. Right. And, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> and uh, there's only going to be three other people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. We I got a huge one because my family basically just eats meat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we got 16. It was perfect. Yeah. Ours is almost 19. Well, because my thing was like we, so I got this gravy or whatever and they were, um, they, they didn't have it and they didn't have anything to sub with. So then I sent Omar to the store to go get it like the next day after mm-hmm. and he was like there's only like four left i'm like well, i'm sure a lot more people are cooking that yeah hadn't cooked before mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah i'm really excited i freaking i'm because i'm a psychopath i've got like so i have my like cleaning checklist and then i have my like to-do list and then i have my like breakdown by dish to-do list and then I have my schedule, which is broken down by minute on what I need to wow. do and when in order to, like, successfully get food on the table at 2.30. That is crazy. <laughs> I love it. I am so excited. I'm not going to follow any of it, yeah. but I'm very excited. <laughs> I've always done Thanksgiving, and for me, it's, like, no big deal. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it as it comes, like, which is weird for me because I'm such a planner. That's normally what I do. Mm-hmm. So I just wing it. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I um, – so my mom – cooked the first year that she came over and I watched her and then the second year I just did it all she told me what to do but I did it myself so this year obviously I can um probably do it but my thing is like everybody wants to eat it the way that mom cooks it yeah we don't cook the same way Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm trying to like mold into you know everybody's expecting to eat my mom's stuffing and my mom's potatoes and my mom's whatever and 
we don't cook the same and i honestly don't like american food is not my like it's not my forte i don't yeah, make a lot of right. it right so um i'm just nervous obviously yeah, this is where i shine and then my um <laughs> potatoes and meat. my oven cooks faster Oh, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. So we take that in consideration and stuff, too. Yeah. I don't know. I was telling Omar, I was like, it would almost be better. Like, can I just make some video? And, like, we can have some tacos. <laughs> like, I'll make quesadillas for everybody. Like, it's delicious. No, you guys don't want to do that on Thanksgiving? Okay, turkey it is. Yeah. But it's nice that you don't have the pressure of, like, your whole family being there. Oh, yeah. So you can figure it out and do it the way that you want to do it or whatever. Right. And well, yeah. my mom's coming to hold my hand. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now that you guys know all of our stories about Thanksgiving, right? An American holiday that probably not a lot of you even celebrate. (laughs) It's really just an excuse for Americans to eat. Yeah. Let's be honest. We're really good at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Awesome. All right, folks, let's cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Our fanfic begins with Jace meeting Simon in the still of the night to check up on his super special little guy. Simon lets him know about Quizzy Two Times' diabolical plan to frame the Lightwoods, and that's why he must stay imprisoned. But he needs blood or else he might crack. <laughs> in the morning, Sebastian wakes up Clary by vandalizing her bedroom window. He tells her that he knows where to find Ragnarfell, and the pair ride off into the hills together, making horrible, invasive, small slash big talk along the way. When they arrive at Ragnar's, Clary is shy of surprise to see Magnus there. Since Clary has zero chill, he freezes Sebastian and takes her inside to the scene of a crime, letting her know that Ragnar Fell has fallen to his death. However, he left Magnus a secret message telling him all about Jocelyn and how to find the Book of the White. Sebastian and Clary leave and take a jaunt over to her burned family home. He tries to put the Mac on her, but she's just not that into you, him, it. Ew. 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 Like, ew. 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 (sighs) Shit. Once again. Once again. Simon wakes up in a cell. (laughs) To find a thermos of blood at his window with a note from Isabel. The note says, Simon, this is cow blood, fresh from the butchers. Hope it's all right. Jace told me what you said, and I want you to know I think it's really brave. Just hang in there, and we'll figure out a way to get you out. X-O-X-O-X-O-X-O-X-O-X-O-X, Isabel. Wait, is the X a hug, or is the O a hug? Okay, I've always thought O was the hug, and the X was the kiss. I think it's opposite. I do, probably. You're probably right. I think your arms cross over when you hug, and your mouth makes an O when you kiss. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. That's a different way to kiss, but okay. <laughs> That's how I do it. I had a like boyfriend that. in junior uh. year that, that kind of kissed like that. And it didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's a special kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a, that's a pretty friendly note. Love it. From Isabel. Although... Simon is kind of, like, sacrificing himself for her family. So, yeah. like, whatever. Whatevs. I get it. But the warm and fuzzies Simon was feeling after reading Isabel's note are short-lived because just as soon as he cracks open his breakfast, he's startled by Raphael's sudden appearance in his cell. Dude. 
So since Simon's still a baby vamp, he's a bit confused by his new visitor, seeing as it's like daylight outside. And as far as Simon is concerned, he's the only daylighter around at the moment. (laughs) Of course, Raphael, none too kindly, explains that of course he's not in the guard. It's a projection. Duh. Which seems to be, like, Raphael's, like, favorite trick. Yeah. Right? (laughs) He's like, I really like the power to project. Yeah, no one else does it as much as he does. No. So, Raphael, the grumpiest 14-year-old vampire ever. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Has a bone to pick with our dear Simon. You see, Simon didn't notify the head of the New York vampire clan that he was leaving the city, something that he's apparently required to do. What? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, okay. This has never been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Do you think Raphael's fucking with him? No. You don't think he is? I think that um, there's a lot Simon doesn't know because he's not hanging with them. Like, he didn't even know who his vampire sire was. Right. But, like, didn't Raphael identify himself as the leader of, like, the Manhattan clan, not necessarily the New York? Like, all of New York's vampires are under one clan. Right. And they all live in this one ramshackle motel or hotel. I don't know. Manhattan seems like the place to be. Right. But like, I don't, I just, I have more questions like this. It just seems very <laughs> suspect. And I'm like, we don't, we know all we know about Raphael. <laughs> I killed her. She died. It's Robin. She's gone now. Sorry. So, like, all we know about Raphael is that, like, he's super, like, secretive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> for fun. Just because he likes fucking with people. So, I'm like, I wouldn't put it past him to, like, bullshit about this. Yeah. But there might be. I don't know. It just it is seemed weird. weird. I think that maybe so they can keep an eye on him in case he does some Clary shit. I guess. But I'm like. I don't know. You're a vampire. They don't own you. Like, do you lose all of your freedoms as an American? (laughs) You don't own me. (laughs) I like it. Merka. Merka. Oh, God. (laughs) You gave up all of your rights as an American when you became a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. The Constitution. It doesn't cover dead people. The vast majority of our listeners are not American. <laughs> they're, like, you. they're like, no, no, no one's as proud as you are. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Put your eagle away. Right? <laughs> That's freedom time. <laughs> we had freedom time last weekend with daylight savings. <laughs> Dude. I'm so glad it's over. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's over, right? Or is this when it starts? It's over. It's over. Yeah. Yes. Always. I want this to always be it. Uh Uh-huh. To always get an extra day? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Or an extra hour. Not an extra day. Yeah. (laughs) I want daylight savings time to be gone. Yeah. I want it on. No. Yeah. I'm so tired of it being dark when I wake up. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, enough with the crazy American talk. Yeah, I'll fight you. We apologize. Daylight savings. (laughs) So, yeah, we we don't know if Raphael's fucking with him, but 
It's possible. Yeah. So Simon, because he can't help himself, points out the inaccuracy of Raphael's statement because last he checked, Raphael was not the head of the New York vampire clan. Someone else was. So I I identify with, with Simon in this moment because, like, I understand the compulsion to have to, like, verify like, like point out. inaccuracies yeah. and to be like are are you sure like i just want everyone to have the correct information <laughs> make sure we're all on the same page i i used to do it at my corporate job it was like if if someone like said something i'd be like that's not right you need to check your facts like it would it would bug me like it was a compulsion i could not help myself i'm like you're wrong wrong <laughs> You're sitting there, I'm all sweating in a meeting. I'm like, oh! Lies! The pen is... The goddamn pen. Blue! Royal blue? Is that what you said? Yeah, royal blue. Jesus. <laughs> what did you just do? I took my glasses off to rub my eyes because my mascara is bleeding into them and it's stinging me and oh. my microphone hit me in the face. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to lick the Cheeto dust like off, your, <laughs> off your mic. No, that's freaking William, but it's really cute. It is cute. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Raphael is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Camille's not back yet. I'm still running shit in her place at the moment, so... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's some bickering back and forth, and Raphael is well and done with Simon's stubborn, pain-in-the-ass attitude. And, and I hear you, bro. Right. <laughs> in an expression of frustration, he says, Dios. And Simon's like, wait, wait. What? You can say that word? Like, for realsies, yeah. you can say that word? And Raphael tells him, it takes time to learn how to say God when you're a vampire. But because he's an ass, he says it in a super condescending way and ends it with calling Simon a fledgling, which does not go over well because Simon doesn't want to be a vampire and it brings up old trust issues. So, you know. <laughs> so weird that you would need practice to say God. It's a thing. It's weird. Yeah. That pesky damned soul. Yeah. That's why I'd rather be a... Warlock. I haven't decided. <laughs> to be determined. Right, because you don't want to be a fairy anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> Definitely not. <clears throat> they bitch at each other for a while, and Raphael finally gets to the point of his visit. He heard through the vampire version of Gossip Girl that <laughs> Simon gained his daylighter ability by drinking the blood of a shadow hunter. Simon pulls a Kristen and responds with way too much information, <laughs> definitely tipping his hand and showing that it's something that he's given a lot of thought to and therefore negating his denial entirely. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Raphael doesn't <clears throat> Raphael doesn't say it, but it's pretty obvious that he's close to the truth. He's like, mm, I'm in the ballpark and yeah. I know it, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm warm. I'm not going to let you know that I know that you know that I know. But you don't know that I know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad we could clear that up. <laughs> uh, ba, 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 ba. One of the things I love so much about Raphael is, as a character is that he rarely ever comes out and says what he wants or needs or whatever. And he likes to fuck with people and dole out as little information as possible to get the desired response. And like, 
he doesn't give up when he does give him up information it's usually with an insult and like a threat attached but it's not something that needs to be kept a secret like (laughs) like he's just like fine i will tell you like like when he just dumps simon's body like at the institute (laughs) i brought him here because i didn't want to have to deal with you people (laughs) all right yeah Raphael's the best I like so in what you mean the Foxy TV version Raphael that's not 14 yes yeah yes (laughs) absolutely I can't wait that jawline I can't I can't I can I I mean yeah I (laughs) can I definitely could So, in the way only Raphael can, he casually mentions that Simon himself is a hot commodity at the moment. Just about every downworlder wants to get their hands on the famous daylighter. And when pressed by Simon, Raphael admits that he too wants to get his hands on Simon. Not in the fun way, though. (laughs) Um, Because that's when things get cryptic as fuck. Raphael says... Perhaps I am alone in thinking that the ability to walk in the daylight might not be such a gift as other vampires believe. We are the children of the night for a reason. It is possible that I consider you as much of an abomination as humanity considers me. I'd like to know why. I know. Let me pick your brain, bro. Seems like a pretty cool talent to have. Because he doesn't like Simon. Yeah. He's (laughs) jealous. He soups gel. Probably. But Rafael, get off my lawn, Santiago, Santiago, is nothing if not fair and offers Simon a deal. Rafael will promise not to come after Simon and kill him if Simon promises to run away and never talk to anyone in, from his mortal life ever again. Seems totally legit. Yeah, deal. Simon's no. like, no dice, bud. I know your little secret. You go and meet with your family every Sunday and you're a big, fat hypocrite. I won't do it. Raphael's response, though, is pretty intense. And he says, what my family believes doesn't matter. It's what I believe, what I know. A true vampire knows he is dead. He accepts his death. But you, you think you're still one of the living. It is that which makes you so dangerous. You cannot acknowledge that you no longer live or that you are no longer alive. Like, okay. He has a point, mm-hmm. but leave Simon alone. You don't have to micromanage every vamp in New York. But he's not, like, I get it. You're dead, whatever. But you're still living. Like, you're still, I don't know, having a life, I guess. Well, I think weird. I think the issue is Simon is not embracing his vampism. Yeah. And he's wanting to live like a mortal. Which I imagine would be normal. Like, who right? wants to just jump into this dark life? Right weird especially when you have this power to walk in the daylight mm-hmm. and especially when you have a leader as curmudgeon as Raphael. yeah <laughs> like you're kind of a dick and a pain in the ass we don't like you so <clears throat> we leave simon and Raphael in the cells of the guard because they're too much yep <clears throat> and clary arrives back at amatis's house homesick and both physically and emotionally exhausted Amatis meets her in the hallway to let her know that Jace is there to see her. Fun times! <laughs> Yay! Fucking hell! Before we get into the place of it all, 
I want, I have a bone to pick with our shitty little heroine. I have two bones to pick. <laughs> so first of all, Amatis tells her that she'll be upstairs if Clary needs her. And Clary's internal monologue goes full on snotty teenager. Like I was reading it. I'm like, you fucking bitch. I was like, Seriously? how dare you as a mom? I'm like, oh, you little entitled little motherfucker. <laughs> like you deserve my foot up your ass is what you deserve. Spanking. Ah. So it, I'm going to quote her internal monologue. Uh, Clary couldn't imagine what she'd need Amatus for. Uh, listen, Linda, teenagers aren't the end all be all of civilization. Okay. I can think of several scenarios in which you would most assuredly need an adult to supervise. So sit your little bitchy ass down. Like if you fell into Lake Lynn. Right. Mm, mm, mm. Probably, bitch. Yeah. Secondly, she sees that Amatus has gone out of her fucking way to put out bread and butter and cheese, a bowl of fruit, and she even baked cookies. And fucking Clary in her head is just like scoffing at the fact that Amatus baked cookies. And I'm like, dude. She's like, I can't believe she made cookies. Like, what? So rude. It's because they're not cream cheese sandwiches. Remember when she ate the cream cheese sandwiches? From Madame Dorothea. (laughs) Cucumber sandwiches, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's what it was. That's what it was. We agreed it was cream cheese because I can't handle the fact that it was mayonnaise. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, I get that Clary is in a shitty mood. Like, she's just been, like, accosted by this dude. I understand her grumpiness, but she doesn't have to be an asshole to Amatus who has been nothing but nice to her. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? That is just... Right. I don't like that at all. Not right. at all. You're a guest in somebody else's house. And the person that brought you there isn't even there. She's literally just allowing you to be there because she's a nice person. Right. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Anyway, she's ungrateful and epically entitled and it makes me want to throat punch her. So, do moving it. on. Back to our previously scheduled programming of teenage angst and drama. Clary walks into the kitchen to find Jace looking almost as good as the snacks that Amma just put out. <laughs> Gotta admit it. Uh, hair tousled, shirt unbuttoned at the top, recent injury, all while holding a freshly baked cookie. And when he and then he ruins it by opening his mouth. Fair. Yeah. yeah. It most men do that, to be fair. <laughs> Um, Jace asks Clary where she's been, and we get a little satisfaction for putting up with his douchery as of late when she tells him that she was with Sebastian, a.k.a. the challenging alpha. (laughs) (laughs) Clary is definitely enjoying getting back, getting a little payback because she adds that Sebastian walked her home uh, the night before. And if you're following along at home and reading between the lines like we are, what she's really saying is, hey, dickhead, remember when you told me off and basically ran me out of the pen hollows last night without making sure that I was OK? That guy you've been in a pissing match with, that guy you've been in a pissing match with since you got here came after me and made sure I was safe. And then we spent the whole day together and now I'm exhausted and you'll spend the rest of your life wondering why. <laughs> That was beautiful. Yeah. So Jace attempts to apologize for his previous behavior, but it sours as soon as he asks Clary yet again to go back home without telling her why. Oh, my God. 
you know, insanity is just repeating the same thing over and over again, right? Like, come on, buddy. So, but as we all know, Sebastian has given her some vital information, which she wastes zero time using. As would I. And she says, quote, what are you worried about? She asked tonelessly. That they'll throw me in prison like they did Simon? Mic drop. So, but then Clary has to go and ruin it all by making uh, by making assumptions one step forward, two steps back every fucking time. Yeah. So Clary accusing Jace. Clary, so Clary's a ch- uh, fuck. <laughs> Stop with the fuck counter. <laughs> So Clary's accusing Jace of bringing Simon to Alicante and then just letting the clave lock him up. Totally sounds like Jace. A hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely. Clary's not not the only stupid one in the family, though, because uh, Jace is also an idiot. And he thinks that he's the devil for loving Valentine. So he just agrees with Clary's assessment without clarifying several points that would help explain the situation and not make him look like a monster. But, you know. Whatever. And then because of this, so because of these actions lead us to this point where the worst house guest on the planet then proceeds to throw not one, but two plates at Jace's head, shattering them. I was so mad when I read that. Like, Mm -hmm. bitch, who do you think you are? Do you even know where the broom is to clean that up? (laughs) She left it there for her. She's such a little brat. Not what I wanted. Yep. <laughs> what? See you next Tuesday. Yes. So, Drace. Drace? <laughs> I'm, I'm so upset I can't say names right. <laughs> Jace tries to calm her down, telling Clary that Simon is in jail, but he's fine. Jace even saw him last night, but that doesn't satisfy Clary. The following exchange is so close, I can't even, so I'm just going to quote it. Before or after I saw you, before or after you pretended everything was all right and you were just fine, you came away with that thinking I was just fine. Jace choked on something almost like a laugh. I must be a better actor than I thought. I, can you say dysfunctional? Yeah. Like, wh- I can't, these Stop. teenagers, these teenagers. <laughs> so anyway, then Clary attacks him. The end. I can't. <laughs> Book over. (laughs) Fucking dysfunctional motherfuckers. You need to either, like, honestly, I think their relationship would be healthier if they just decided to be together. Dude. And, like, (laughs) just, like, fuck it. Yeah, we know we're siblings. Fuck it. We don't care. (laughs) We'll promise not to have kids. Yep. (laughs) We're fine. That's what I think they should do. So, it's cool. Well, of course, Jace has skills with a Z and is much faster than Clary. He was able to grab her hand and stop her from hitting him before she even knew what she was doing. So she accuses him of bringing Simon there on purpose to turn him over to the clave because he's never actually liked Simon, which I might add is exactly what he thought would happen because she's a little childish. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Jace points out the scar on his wrist um, is from where he saved Simon, letting him drink his drink his blood. <laughs> I want to drink your Thank blood. Thank you. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he, ex- 
explains to her that despite what Sebastian says, which is basically Jace brought Simon here, and Alec just walked him straight up to the guard. (laughs) (laughs) Jace brought Simon there by accident. He finally tells her the truth about his weird plan to keep Clary. But he doesn't tell her the whole truth. Right. Right. I think I I don't think he does. I think you're right. I think he kind of went into the truth, but like he said that he tried to um, bring Simon there to try to convince him to convince her to stay that's right that's right yes not that yeah you're right you're right so partial truth really need to stop lying to each other yeah i mean it's gonna come out it's simon he's gonna tell her just tell her the truth dude right Mm -hmm. whatever so um (laughs) clary just has a mortal sword in her back pocket (laughs) say it to my face (laughs) right (laughs) so anyway um alec only took simon up to the guard because it was the only portal in idris and like they wanted the clave wanted to talk to him but that's how to you could get him home so question time is this the only permanent portal obviously clary created a portal to get there but maybe that was just a one-way ticket kind of thing like is it closed now does this other one have to stay open all the time i would like to know is it always like glimmering do you have to activate it i don't i want to know i feel like the portal at madame dorothea's was always running Mm -hmm. that was a five-dimensional door i don't know that that's necessarily the same as the portals that the warlocks create. Okay. But we have not been given enough information yeah. to really say. That's right. What's what? Well, and then the the portal at Renwick's was in a mirror. Uh huh. So like they're not all the same. So I don't know if there's like different. Interesting. Like yeah. some allow only travel within this dimension. Some allow travel in multiple dim- dimensions. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well. Whatever. It's interesting. <laughs> so Clary is just pissed about the entire thing. She's <laughs> mad all over. And she's like, bro, you believed that they were going to send Simon back. How could you be so blind? After what the last Quizzie McGuire did, Jace reminds her that she is a noob and he is an <laughs> expert level shadow hunter and he has the experience with the clave. They normally ab- abide by the law. And Clary's like, yeah, but they didn't. And poor Jace is just so exhausted. He's like, I know. I know. (laughs) He points out how frustrating it is that they're not um, following the law because it almost proves Valentine is right, that the clave needs cleansing. Gross. Such a gross word. Yeah. Yeah. Clary slightly agrees with um, Valentine's beliefs that that the the clave needs to change, but not in the way that he would like. Right. (laughs) I think we all feel that way. I feel like we talked about this. clarification, but agreed. We talked about this on our City of Ashes wrap-up. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, was not a book. <laughs> so Jace apologizes to Clary, telling her that she has every right to be upset. <laughs> Very good. Good boy. <laughs> I feel like he's losing himself a little bit, and I'm really sad for him. So he says, I shouldn't have trusted the clave. I wanted so badly to think the Inquisitor was an abnormality, that she was just acting without authority, that she was acting without authority, that there was still some part of being a shadow hunter I could trust. I just feel so sad for him. It seems, I don't know, it seems to me like most of the clave is probably still trustworthy and there's a few kind of thrown in there. Obviously, the last Inquisitor was batshit. <laughs> and this one seems to be taking his position a little too seriously. Like, he wants to prove himself almost. But I don't know. I just, Maris seems good, I guess, and the Lightwoods are good. So I'm just hoping that the clave is... Okay, <clears throat> here's my only, like, I think this is Jace not being truthful you think he's pandering 
with himself or with Clary because mm-hmm. he like freaked out on Alec. How could you just leave him there? Why didn't you walk him in? Why didn't you figure out what was going on? Like he knew the clay wasn't trustworthy. Yeah. This is his way to make it so Clary's on his side. That's a good point. Like I don't think he's really or maybe he's like as she's talking he could be like having these revelations while he's saying it but I don't think that was his intention initially as the get-go yeah. because mm-hmm. he didn't want to let Simon leave the penthouse mm-hmm. and then when Alec got back he was like oh yeah because the last Inquisitor was so fucking great <laughs> that's a really good point I yeah. hadn't thought of it that way yeah I think I yeah I think I think you're right I think there's there's a lot of men there's a heavy dose of manipulation in this conversation yeah. but at the same time I also think that he's not um He's saying it out loud for the first time because when he told Alec, Alec's like, whoa, you sound like Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like not comfortable with that yeah. <laughs> comparison. Right. Let's just say maybe he's having these like when you're having a conversation and then you're like. Having he's this... convincing himself yeah. that like he did trust them, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just. It's more of like, this is a better way to say it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. He could have been shower thinking and just like, man. Uh-huh. Dang, man. Man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Clary still standing very close to Jace. Like, I think it literally says their knees are touching. Yeah. Whose knee? Like, just this weird. Your whole body's touching what? if you're standing and your knees weird. are touching. They're not the same height. Like, yeah. Clary is very short. So how are their knees touching? I saw that meme the other day and I was like fuck because clary's like five foot and he's over six foot yeah. there are foot difference do you know how much a foot is <laughs> apparently it's all just torso right, right. i have the same legs andy and i have the same inseam. jace looks like me yeah. just like short ass legs <laughs> oh that's great that's like, great it's, it's gotta be like he's bent down yeah he's crouching right. That's, I don't know. But then their knees still wouldn't touch your bones, don't crouch. No. If, okay, if she is five foot, okay, and she's an average petite five foot. Mm-hmm. All right. So not you. Right. <laughs> My and, height. That's and right. he's over six foot. So say he's like six one or six two. Yeah. Okay. His knee is at her pelvis. Yes. <laughs> like, definitely. She is a hundred percent like. Yeah. yeah. This was it's stupid. wrong. It's stupid. all fucked up. Well, it's weird to see your knees are touching. Your knees are inset from the rest of your body. How would they be touching? Right. Like, even if you were the same height. It's just weird. Are you like both leaning back and like yeah. trying to like <laughs> limbo? Touch our knees together. <laughs> it's weird. And no one wants to stand that close to anybody. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if you just brushed your teeth. I don't want you to be breathing the same. I don't I want to agree. be breathing your exhaust. Yeah. He <laughs> just ate a cookie. So I guess he has cookie breath, but like. That's that, delicious. Yeah, I don't know. He so. gotta give me CO2 poisoning. <laughs> it's less. Yeah. It's less about the smell and more about the heat of the air. Okay. Like I, oh, yeah. I don't I don't want to breathe your <coughs> I was gonna say tailpipe. <laughs> your tailpipe. <laughs> oh my Let's god. Let's keep rolling. All right, I can't all right, all right. So anyway. <laughs> they are very close they're standing really close to each other and he just told her all this really like sentimental stuff regardless of how he meant it that's how it is and um so she like whispers basically to him and she's like chase take me to see simon <laughs> it was 
is awkward. And he's like, no, you're not even supposed to be here. That's a terrible Clary idea. And Clary um, is worried that Simon will think everyone has abandoned him. And I'm like, dude, he's in jail. How, right. They Do they allow visitors? Like, does he get visitor time? No, bitch. This is not regular jail. Okay. I doubt he would think that he's been abandoned. You dumb dumb. But well, and the fact that he d- probably doesn't even know Clary made it. Yeah. No, he doesn't because Jace let him be convinced that Clary was not there. Mm-hmm. Cause he's like, Oh, thank God you were right. Thank God Clary's still in New York. <laughs> yeah. And Jace is like, mm, not going to wait, go wait, there. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jace tells Clary that he already went to try to break Simon out, but Simon was like, nah, I'm stay here. <laughs> and he told Clary the gist of what's going on. Alder tree, Alderwood, whatever. <laughs> Trying to convince Simon to turn on the Lightwoods and tell a story that didn't really happen. And Clary wonders what we're all thinking. And is Simon just going to like stay there forever? What's the plan here? So all of a sudden she just comes up with a plan and she's just like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. And it's basically just a plan to get everyone in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone can be in a public place so that they have an alibi and Magnus can just like simply break Simon out. No big deal. I mean, Mm -hmm. so then Jace breaks the sensible truth to her that Magnus wouldn't do that. Not even for Alec because it's stupid, stupid. So Clary tells Jace that Magnus might do it for the book of the white. And she tells him the story about the Ragnar Magnus and the book, whatever. Ragnar slash Magnus. Okay, same I, person. For, I forgot for a split second that Magnus told her to get Jace to take her to the Wayland Manor. Because I was going to be like, dude, you just got that secret. You're telling the secrets again. Yeah. You just got that secret. I love it. There's like a timer on her arm, and when it goes down, she just has to blurt it out. No matter who she's with, she's like, fuck. I gotta tell you about this super, super rare spell book. It's secret, secret. Agnes told me not to tell anybody. It was Agnes. my gosh well anyway so jace realizes that magnus is not only upset about the death of his friend but also that valentine has a warlock doing some black magic they realize that they need to get the book before valentine can because they have no idea what he could want to use it for so jace she kind of mentions that it's in the wayland manor or whatever and jace knows right away where to find it which is so annoying because i'm just wondering how valentine wouldn't thought of the same thing but i guess you pointed out that he didn't know it was there that Jocelyn had it, but I just... in my mind, I was I'm thinking Jocelyn probably hid the book while the Waylands were still living there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when he came in, I'm sure he didn't take all the books off the shelf to like yeah. paw through. No, them. they have like especially a... when he didn't think that they were like. Yeah, so in my head, it's a wealthy family's European manor house. So it's like extra okay right so they have like a library where it's like you just bring your extra books and you put them on another bookshelf like there's just too many books you wouldn't like take them all out and replace them that much this yes obviously since it opens a secret trap door he Uh probably would have yeah wanted to look at everything that was on the shelf yeah yeah well, yeah because it is is on the same shelf as the trap door right right? i think it is (laughs) yeah anyway yeah yeah so anyway whatever jace knew exactly what 
it was, which, you know, anyway. So Jace agrees to take Clary to the manor and starts to sing. These boots were made for walking. <laughs> because it's like a five-hour walk. <laughs> so you better be ready. And she pulls out, Clary pulls out her stelly and she's like, who said anything about walking? I got you. Portal bitches. <laughs> Seriously? Doesn't it seem like warlocks can sense portal stuff? So, like, someone's going to know where you're going. I was going to use the same thing. Idiot. I'm like, didn't Magnus just confirm about portal magic to somebody? Like, idiot. Stupid. How many times can I say it? <laughs> Dumb dumbs. So now we go back to Simon. And guess what? He didn't just wake up. So this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. So this Jafar motherfucker in the cell next to him <laughs> is soups jelly of all of Simon's visitors. And by the way, I think it's really weird that people can just walk up to this jail. Yes. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I brought you stuff. Right. To break out of here, basically. It's just crazy. There's no glass on the window. <laughs> yeah, there's a nail file in your cake. We know you have glass. You've got two glass towers. You can't put glass in the city of glass on the fucking the windows yeah (laughs) i think it's crazy i wonder if it's because people that are down there usually don't have yeah like nobody would want to come see them it's definitely in a dungeon basement sort of thing so i wonder if they're below ground in the windows like up here that's what i think yeah Mm -hmm. interesting well anyway samuel says that he knows isabel brought him blood because she looks so much like her mom that he recognizes her which is weird recognized her he points out that if people continue to bring him blood, that the Inquisitor will figure it out when Simon isn't all weak and bothered. <laughs> so Simon says that he um, is just holding out for Jace to figure out a plan to get him and his new BFF, Samuel, out. Samuel's like, I don't think Jace would want to rescue me. <laughs> Besides, it won't matter soon because Valentine is going to come and attack the city and we'll all likely be killed. <laughs> He's such a ray of sunshine. Yeah. Well, Simon's like, oh, tell me the cheese thing. I need to know everything. And he gets on the floor on his tummy and he holds his hands up with his little fists. And he's like, okay, I'm listening to this bedtime story about Valentine's plans. Go on. (laughs) So Samuel tells him the story about how he was once Valentine's bestie, you know, before Simon. And he knows of all of the plans. And Simon asks how it would be possible since demons can't get past the wards. And Samuel says that although demon blood is needed to take down the wards, demons can't get into the city to do it. But Valentine still believes he has found a way to make that shit happen. So Samuel says that he tried to warn the clave and was interrogated for like a long time. Um, but they don't believe him since they can't. it can't be possible. And the wards have been in place for like forever. So they just don't believe him. Either way, brother, you're gonna die. <laughs> By the hands of Valentine? Other downworlders or the clave, you choose. Choose your own adventure. I was going to say, that's a choose your own adventure I don't want. (laughs) No thanks. I'll pass. Oh, I love this. That was great. Clary and Jace are spat out into the Wayland Manor. This place looks like crap. There's a thick (laughs) layer of dust coating everything and a generous plume flying all over the room. Sounds like a nightmare for my allergies. This is Robin's worst nightmare. Okay. I'm sorry, but, like, I only did my part for this last one. I forgot this whole thing happened. Oh, okay. So I'm really excited for next time we record an episode. Yeah. Sorry. It's good. However, someone did think enough ahead to draw the furniture 
and larger items in spooky ass white sheets. So I'm assuming Beating did actually care about the place. It's weird when that happens. Like so rich. Like okay, it's just for the aesthetic. Yeah. Right, right cuz it's it's to prevent dust, I guess, from getting on I guess dust furniture. Oh, is that like a thing? I don't yeah. know. I'm not rich. I don't have anything valuable. I guess if it was. <laughs> so the thing that she points out is she thinks it's a grand piano. So maybe they don't want the dust to get inside. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. The, but still weird. So to say music compartments. And I don't think that's <laughs> the keys. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I keep squeaking. So just a minute. Okay. Jace, who landed apart from Clary, walks and he's like, hey, so sister, how you doing? <laughs> Then Clary says, fine, but she's pretty sure Amatus is going to be pretty mad about her thrashing her house and then opening a portal in her kitchen. But as Kristen would say, it sounds like a problem for later Clary to deal with. <laughs> Dude, I'm still pissed about it. Dude. So. <sighs> Jace agrees with her, but says for what it's worth, he is pretty impressed about the whole portal making business. And Clary comments on how this place looks like something out of a Brothers Grimm novel. And Jace says, yeah, but not the Disney version. It's been a hot minute since he's been here, and the place has really gone downhill. He then points out that they're in the study, and they need to head to the library. Isn't the study and the library the same thing? Dude, that's what I was wondering. Where's Mr. Mustard? (laughs) (laughs) Colonel Mustard. We're broke white trash bitches. We don't know. (laughs) We didn't grow up with money. Uh, Maybe the study is more like an office. That's maybe. Where they study? I don't know. Okay, but I have... Oh, never mind. You said that. Never mind. Okay. I was like, how does Jace know what Disney is? No, that was me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, duh. Never mind. <laughs> like, that's actually Cassandra Clare wrote that. <laughs> right? Yeah, but not the Disney version. I wouldn't put it past him. It's one o'clock in the morning. They talk about how it's, like, cold. It's right. always felt cold. But now it's just more dusty. <laughs> cold. <laughs> makes me sneeze a lot <laughs> they so they head out and down a long corridor that's lined with mirrors ew why and clary does so what like Kristen can check herself out <laughs> well clary does what anyone would and she tries to sneak a peek at herself as she's walking down and then tries to fix her ha- crazy hair yeah. and jace of course is looking perfect and she's like why bitch why <laughs> They keep on going down through the hall, and Clary's getting a good look in all the rooms with open doors, because she is awesome. And she thinks... Love ba- open doors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she thinks back to Renwick's when Valentine had shown this place to V-Tang before the mirror became Jace's portal meet. And in her mind, she thought that V-Tang was just hiding out here once he faked Michael Whalen's death, but obviously that's not what happened. Unless, of course, he liked living in a dusty mess... And I can't picture V-Tang being cool with that. (laughs) (laughs) They finally reach the library and Jace shoulders away. And and it looks like that scene out of Beauty and the Beast when Bella's singing and like rolling down the library ladder. As, um, so because I actually have one. Anyway, (laughs) a ladder that is. As if the rows of books and Jace's directions weren't enough, Clary has to whisper, this is the library? She did the same shit at the Institute, too. She, like, was, like, staring at the library. She's like, oh, rock and rocks, rocks. She lives in New York, home of, like, the largest library in the world. <laughs> Bitch, this is the kitchen, okay? <laughs> Cook yourself some dinner. Uh-huh. Have a good time. What the hell? Box. Box. <laughs> Sugar water. 
Mo sugar. Jace recollects about sitting under the window seat, reading what his daddy-o had assigned him to. Different languages for different days. And, um... Clary imagines Jace as a little boy looking out the window, like over the like rolling hills and everything. And then I didn't write it, but he has this moment where he's trying to remember what days of the week his assignments were. Uh And he's getting upset that he can't remember what day Latin was supposed to be. And Clary's like, it doesn't matter. Okay. But like his dad died, quote unquote, when he was 10. Could you imagine? I can't. No. There is no way in hell my kid would have the patience to learn. Like, I don't even think, like, I know, like, beating was abusive and, like, I obviously don't hit my kid. But I don't think I could beat her into submission to get right. her to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, they say that learning languages at a younger age is better because their minds, like, mold more than, I don't know. But, like, okay. That's a lot of languages. Uh-huh. And, and he said his dad was was only his his only ever teacher. Yep. Right? Crazy. So, like, fuck, that's a lot of work. Like, I, I'm trying to, like, half-assed homeschool on Zoom. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you do with this. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, let alone teach him fucking Latin. Yep. It's a dead language. It's fine. But bitches love Latin. Bitches love Latin. It's true. So Jace moseys on over to the bookshelf, making his way via witchlight, which sounds altogether horrifyingly creepy. Like, it's this, like, really brilliant white light. Like, there's creepy drapes all over everything. No. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the beginning of, like, the ring. Yes. <laughs> so um, he easily pulls off the simple recipes of... <laughs> Of New York. It's like, if she's blonde, you want to add some more paprika. <laughs> I don't know. Typos are funny. Simple recipes for a housewife's book. <laughs> and Clary rushes over and opens it. And sure enough, there's a hole cut out of the center. And inside, there's a small book bound in white leather. Leather. The Latin title printed in gilded gold. And she was able to make out book and white from the title. But when she opened it, the language was not familiar. And Jace is like, it's Greek of the ancient variety. He did say that. Maybe from when that dude Kristen was talking about was alive. Cornelius, Constantinople, Mesopotamia. Mesothelioma? I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Caligula. (laughs) If you say so. Okay. Jesus Christ. if jace can read the words and he says yes but not easily but he bet magnus is gonna be able to i'm talking like that i'm tired okay wait do they keep up on his greek and romanian and latin at the institute like can alec and izzy speak all those languages too no i think beating's just a psycho so so he stopped learning that stuff at 10 and he still retained it. Maybe yeah. he kept, he still loved his dad at the time. He didn't know anything bad. So maybe he kept on doing it because he knew his dad would want him to. Like, that, on sounds his own. like that sounds like something manipulative enough that yeah. like mm-hmm. Jace would be damaged to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I he, like it. 
Jace closes the book and slips it into Clary's pocket. And then um, they started checking out the other shelves. And Clary's like, bro, help yourself. Take a book. Do it. And Jace lolls at her and is like, oh, little sister. I wasn't able to read whatever I wanted. I don't know why he has to talk like that. <laughs> I couldn't even touch some of these shelves. I did it once. And it was a journal Vting was writing about his son, Jonathan Christopher. It was the first time that Jace had found out his middle name. And in turn, Valentine whipped Jace with a belt for getting into it. I, I feel like that's an overreaction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, a little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> So Clary reaches up and knocks one of the forbidden books onto the ground in a sample of protest against their fucked up father. (laughs) So uh, she gets Jace to join in, who knocks all of the books onto the ground in like one fell swoop. Then um, his ear shot up and he asked if she heard anything. (laughs) Is he? Did he turn into a wolf? It said it was like a cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But your ear's attached. It doesn't move independently of your face. (laughs) It could. Maybe he has like... You know, people can wiggle their ears. They're just wiggling the skin. It's crazy. They don't wiggle like... And he can fold his into itself because he doesn't have any cartilage left in him. Ew! He can put them inside his ear hole. Cauliflower ear. No, we're just kidding. It's crazy. No cauliflower ear. Okay. Clary hones in, activating her shadow hunter powers, and also hears this, like, high-pitched whirring and grinding sound. (laughs) It was coming from inside the wall. So she takes a step back just as a stone in front of them slides open and a freaking trap door is there leading to a set of stairs and it's looming up in front of them. Nope. Bye. That's not happening. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Valentine lived here. So my thing, I wouldn't want to go down it because I'd be afraid the door would shut behind you and how the fuck do you get out? But clearly can portal out of there. So it's fine. Maybe. She loses her stelly all the time. This is true. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'm, if she I'm, just portaled you and you had to pee? Like, she didn't even ask if you need to go to the bathroom first. Yeah, she's like, portal bitches, and they were gone. That's fair. That's stupid. I'm still hung up on the fact that Jace didn't know his own middle name until he found it in a journal that his dad was. I'm like, what? My son was in the eighth grade when he realized that his name was exactly the same as my husband's. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Because he's a junior. So, yeah. Andrew John Lane. I have the same name as dad. Yes, motherfucker. That's what a junior is. <laughs> Wait, eighth grade. Maybe it was six. I was going to say he's like 14. Yeah. It took us that long to yeah. figure it out. We were homeschooling, so it must have been sixth grade. <laughs> we were homeschooling. Yeah. I'm just teaching him I, his name, apparently. And then, and then you were like, maybe we should send you to public school. <laughs> he did go back. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Make sure you've read chapter nine, This Guilty Blood, for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworld Our Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.